welcome to the Gun Cole State Park Podcast. I'm Ranger Alex. I'm Ranger Bonnie. And I'm Ranger Chris. And it is a bit of a somber day here at the park uh, after what happened at the potluck. Um, if you listened last week, our, our guest Coleman Rite Aid, uh, well, you know, we, he, he has a bit of a tendency to electrocute people around him. And, uh, unfortunately potluck was no different. I don't know why you're talking with such a somber tone, Ranger Alex. To me, it was a blast. Well, I had, I mean, the potluck has been the talk of the park ever since it happened. And sure. I mean, PR is the name of the game, Ranger Alex. The exclamation point is quite thrilled with how everything is turning out. Yeah, it, it is the talk of the park. It's also the talk of local law enforcement. Uh, a lot of things that happened at the at the potluck are are, are not officially explained yet. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that your your buddies uh, at the punctuation cult had a great time, but uh, you know, uh, a beef man was fried right in front of our eyes. R.I.P. Uh, you know, a man made out of beef was was cooked by. Well, I don't want to say I, I, I called it, but I kind of called it, you know, there's a lightning strike hit, hit some dry, dead leaves. And uh, one thing led to another and we just the delicious smell of beef just started wafting over the entire park and uh, and quickly followed by the the inconsolable sobs of, of Coleman Rite Aid. Oh, no, Ranger Alex, uh, we at the exclamation point like to look at that as a voluntary abbreviation. Uh, not only did uh, Beef Man give himself up for our cause, which was Chef's Kiss, uh, he also got to provide a great entree. Yeah, and it, it was, was perfectly cooked. It was a beautiful medium rare all the way through. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was cooked through just a right amount of uh, sear. On the beef man, um, and like I said, just a delicious, intoxicating smell. This aroma that just attracted, you know, hikers and animals from all over the park. They just sort of uh, made a pilgrimage to this to this incredible scent. And um, I don't know. From there, it just got even crazier because uh, I think there's something about the the smell of of a beef man being electrocuted to death that just uh, makes people and animals kind of lose control of themselves, you know? They really went yeah. wild. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it didn't help that there was uh, just loose buckets of soy sauce and barbecue sauce mm. just sitting around for no yeah. real reason. No, yeah, I, I you know... That that's that's been an issue that I've been trying to address at the park. These just random uh, buckets of dipping sauce, uh, various dipping sauces in and around the park. I'm not sure who put them there, but uh, now it, Ranger Alex, I think we have been pointing fingers a little too much in this whole thing, and we just need to move away from the dipping sauce. It's okay. just some kind of miracle that they landed there. Praise semicolon. Uh, Right. So no. So you did it. I mean, whoa. If you're speaking theory, that is one of them. So whoa. you put you put the giant bucket of buttermilk ranch and the giant bucket of buffalo hot sauce, 
And the giant bucket of Nashville hot sauce. And oh. the lightning rod inside of the beef man. Okay. Theoretically, if we're, if we're just talking theory. See, I noticed, I noticed there's a rod. Uh, he had a rod in. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't know if it was a medical thing or not. Did you have a well, beef with the beef man, Chris? Oh, not at all. The beef man will always be cherished in my memories. The beef man is, you can say, one of the pivotal turning points for the punctuation and the exclamation point because now we're on the map. Okay. So, so this... <laughs> you murdered him on purpose to promote your punctuation club? If we were to be talking to If we're going to be talking theories. Okay, fair enough. Okay. What? Explain to me how that helps you. The murder of the beef man. The cooking of the beef man. Ranger Bonnie. Because people are talking about like... <laughs> No, I mean, it's a kind of the whole any PR is good PR kind of angle. And we had a hopping event uh, where people were well fed. They're certain to return to the next one. You're looking very uh, narrow minded. You're kind of bracketed in, if you will. You, you know what? Break through those brackets, Ranger Bonnie. I'm starting to remember. I think uh, before the potluck, Chris, I seem to remember you being sort of panicked about, like you were saying, "Oh, I forgot to do it. I forgot to do it." I was like, "What do you forget to do?" And you, you were, you were just sort of like, you know, harried and sort of like you couldn't answer the question. But is the thing you forgot to do uh, go to the grocery store and buy ground beef? If you we're talking theory. If we're talking theory, you forgot to buy ground ground beef at the grocery store. You found out there's a there's an entire cryptid man made out of beef coming to the potluck, and it takes me 15 minutes, in Ranger Alex. <laughs> like time is it, money, quite literally. I saved a lot of money and time. It only saved you 15 minutes. The grocery store is like half an hour away. Is that what you set up before? No. <laughs> <laughs> there is a groceries. Wait, I thought there wasn't any grocery store, and we had to get all of our food from that little bodega, which was just an empty pine tree that a bunch of chipmunks ran. Ranger Bonnie, for someone who never remembers anything, that was uh -huh. a really deep pool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even remember that it was a pool, and I honestly have already forgotten what I said. Oh. So don't ask me any questions about it. That triggered memories that may not have existed. <laughs> it, Look, well, they exist now. I've implanted them into you. This has been happening a lot lately where we're remembering things that didn't happen and not remembering things that did happen. And I'm starting to. So, you know, I, I don't want to put all of the weight of what happened to the potluck on you, Ranger Chris, because, uh, because, of course, I had a small part in it. I, of course, went to the gunk hole to collect some gunk uh, to do some testing to see if there's any way that I can use this gunk to reverse the Bosley Hair Center treatments that Brian Urlacher is forcibly uh, imposing on my son. Uh, and, well, <clears throat> turns out that the gunk does not do whatever that would be, reverse hair plugs or whatever, uh, but it does, uh, it can make things very large. And by things, I mean squirrels. And by squirrels, I mean the very angry squirrels who are all upset with Ranger Bonnie, uh, for bringing uh, what she called popcorn chicken baby squirrel to the potluck. 
Yeah, I did do that. And it, was it in poor taste? Maybe, but did it taste poor? No. No, it did not. It was delicious. If it wasn't for the electrocution, I think those would have stolen the show at the potluck. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they were delicious. They were delicious even after you told us what they were uh, and we continued eating them. Um, but I just want to say, Ranger Bonnie, that reminds like, we haven't brought this up on the show, but um, in poor taste, but doesn't taste poor. That was kind of your catchphrase when you were a contestant on the next Food Network star, right? Yeah, I was a contestant on the next Food Worker star. <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, the next Food Worker star. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> I was uh, working to be a star and I was making food. And unfortunately, um, all I could do was make soups, various soups, mm-hmm. and uh, you would name them inappropriate names, from our understanding. Yeah. I did. I named some of them um, Britney's after Britney Spears soups. I did again, split mm. peas Spears. That was pretty much all of them. It's actually kind of hard to to create puns, uh, soup based puns with Britney Spears songs. But um, give me, give me more. That one's not great, obviously, but you get the gist of it. Um, you sort of had to explain to people why that this was in poor taste also. Like, people didn't really get it at first. They thought it was just basic celebrity puns, but then you explained the whole conservatorship thing and kind of mm-hmm. all the messed mm-hmm. up ways that she's been treated over the years. And then they started to understand why it was in such poor taste for you to, to make these puns. Yeah, they were like, hey, don't poke fun of her situation. This is really sad for her. Things are rough. And I was like, you know, it's not rough. This soup, it's incredibly smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, it is pretty smooth. <laughs> did import taste? Yes. Did it taste poor? No. Did I win? Not no, even close. Voted, yeah, you're voted out after the first week. But I, I just remember watching that and, and being so proud of you for, for just being on TV at all. And it doesn't matter how you get on TV. As long as you're on TV, it's good. Thank you. I was on TV and um, round two, uh, they told me I had to make something other than soup. And obviously I went home. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. And that was too bad. But hey, we all got on TV after this potluck because it's it's a big news story. Uh, You know, the beef man was cooked uh, and then all these giant squirrels, uh, very angry, uh, kind of tore through the rest of the potluck and and well, let's just say that these giant squirrels are still running amok in the park. And um, I don't know. It doesn't bode well for your campaign, Ranger Bonnie. No, no, it does not. And the squirrels are um, they're really putting up a lot of competition for this race, which I'm told the results of which we will not find out for the next 10 years. Because <laughs> that's how squirrel politics work. That's so interesting how, how, how squirrels run their democracy, you know, just sort of delayed gratification. Yeah, it's you a know, lot. Who are we to judge? Yeah, it doesn't seem like people political parties work. No, mm. it doesn't. No. Well, they uh, they hide the votes. They gather all the votes together and then they store them for the winter. And then they usually forget where they've stored the votes, so they can't count them for many many seasons. And it's not a great way to do it, but you never want to be the one who spills the nuts. And that was your uh, catchphrase on the next Food Network star, right, Ranger Chris? Yes. And ironically, I made nothing but nut-based lasagnas. Ooh, (laughs) I heard your cashew ricotta was just to die for. Yes, I think it did have a couple casualties. Yeah, some nut allergies that 
no one uh, no one told him. No one warned him ahead of time. I just would go shh when they would ask. It was very coy. I wanted everyone to eat it. Very dangerous. You sweet dumb boy. <laughs> uh yeah. My favorite my favorite dish that you cooked that season was uh called Garfield's Cum. And uh, <laughs> it was a nut-based uh, lasagna with orange sauce. Uh, and I, I really thought you, you were given the short shrift, uh, both of you, honestly. Um, I know I won my season. And I, don't, I try not to brag about that. But um, yeah, I yeah, yeah. They, got, they mainly eliminated me for my phrase associated with lasagna. I hate Mondays, but I love come days. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like that very much. Uh, <laughs> they didn't like that you spelled it out on top of the lasagna like a birthday cake. I think was the big problem. Presentation is a real killer in those competitions. It's very understated. You know yeah. what are they called? The plating. Yes. Uh, also, yeah. a name for presentation of food. And, and you know the way you plated uh, beef man was tasteful, but still wrong. I think ultimately. <laughs> I think the two kind of cancel each other out then, huh? Well, you know, things can be tasteful and wrong at the same time. Here, I'm going to come up with an example right now. And that example share. is... Share. Share. Yes. Pretty good. That's a pretty good example. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? We have a great guest. Uh, we got to get to our guest. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go. I feel bad about this, but there are some Beef Man leftovers and I'm pretty hungry. So I'm going to grab a little Beef Man slider. And uh, then we'll be back with our guest uh, come up on the Gunk Holstead Park podcast in a couple minutes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Gunkhole State Park Podcast. Mm, gotta say, beef man tastes even better the day after, or week after, however long it's been since since the the, the potluck was. Because man, that slider was delicious. Yeah, I think uh, you know, blessed by the asterisk, it can last for months and months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I, I think you called me an asterisk uh, last time, so I guess I blessed it. Is that how yes. that works? Mm -hmm. Yep. Forgot I did that. <laughs> Isn't there like an ellipses god? Every time you talk about this cult, Chris, it's really getting you're getting on a slippery slope. Things are starting to fall through the cracks of your weird pyramid scheme. Are they falling through the cracks or are they slowly entangling you and hypnotizing you with their majestic ways? Because Ranger Bonnie, you were having a great time at that potluck. So. Hello? Really? Whoa. Oh, oh, whoa. Oh, Sorry. Uh, hello. I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Uh, uh, so uh, we, we do have a guest. Um, his, his name is Reese Roberts, and he is a, a TV reporter at the the local Gunkhole Village One News. Uh, thank you, Reese, for so much for coming on the show. Oh well, of course, I'm happy to support any independent local media. You know, being someone who's part of the established media landscape here out in Gunkhole Village, I want to make sure I'm helping out 
all like-minded reporting individuals. And in exchange, I really appreciate you agreeing on behalf of all of your Ranger staff to say a few words on camera about the incidents at the Gunkhole State Park last week. <laughs> oh, what a that's a that's a page turner. Hey, uh, pardon me, real quick, Reese Ranger Alex. May I have a quick ETTBT little sidebar? Yeah, sure. ETTBT little sidebar, sure. Yeah, of course. And I'll just go ahead and get uh, you know Barry here. He's my AV guy. He's going to set up the camera, the lighting, and everything. We'll just get this whole set up here. You know, we got a few more hours of daylight. You know, with the summer hours being long here so you guys take a little time to you know touch base and then when you come back we'll have the whole set ready sure thing reese i'm a big fan by the way oh thanks yeah and also don't talk to barry he's had a really rough morning oh okay sorry okay okay one second ranger alex that was a real asterisk move with emphasis on the risk because now (laughs) You are putting me and the entire exclamation point and Ranger Bonnie in danger. Well, how? Uh, we're just this guy wants sidebar to over. Reese, have I told you that I am a big personal fan of giving away gifts? Oh, uh, well, no, you haven't. I we just we just met. You're uh, Ranger Chris, I presume. That's me. Oh gosh, where are my manners? Ranger Chris, Ranger Bonnie's the one who's in the shadows right now. Uh, and it just, you know, I want to give you a big old gunk hole welcome and give you season tickets uh, to the gunk hole little league summer <laughs> baseball front row. Real quick, real quick, Reese. I, another sidebar. Uh, Ranger Chris, there's there's no Little League. What are you talking about? He doesn't know that. Oh, wait. You're giving he's tickets the to town. a league that doesn't exist. Hey, he will figure that out after. Right okay. now, I'm just tunnel visioning through this interview. Okay. If we're, uh, making up, like- if we're making up fake activities, can I be whitewater rafting? <laughs> I- we're not doing like a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> like this is, we're not just making things up for fun. Sidebar over. Reese, uh, we want to show you all the welcoming uh, that we can. So maybe not the season tickets because you don't seem like a sports fan. How about re-resurrect a lost loved one for you? Huh? You want that? Oh. Or we go whitewater rafting. Well, whitewater rafting is a considerable downgrade from resurrecting a loved one. Um, <laughs> That's but pretty I... fucking rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, Reese. I mean, uh, Ranger Bonnie's trying to offer you uh, a fun activity that de- well, you definitely offer here. Hey, uh, you guys remember what I said about Barry having a rough morning, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, both of his children were just... Lost this morning, tragically, in a whitewater rafting incident. Because mm. oh. mm. it was only for one. Well, yeah. So maybe we just don't mention any of these things to Barry once he gets back from the van. What do you say? Is he going to have to, like, is anything being recorded right now? Oh, no, I am not recording. I, you know, ethically will tell you when I begin to record and, you know. 
I, I just want, no, 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 no judgment uh, towards you, Reese, but you're making this guy work. <laughs> his kids were like, his kids got killed in the whitewater rafting incident this morning. You're making him, you're making him shoot stuff. Well, he still has a wife. Also, <laughs> yeah, it's not big... like his wife left him for like a, a sports player or a ball guy. All right, easy there, Ranger Bonnie. Yeah. Listen, there's a story to chase, and when you're in the news, you got to chase the story no matter what. That's something Barry's going to figure out sooner or later. And there's a big uh, story. There's also seems to be a story with how Barry's children tragically died in a white raft, white water rafting incident. Is that not a story that you want to talk about or tell? Was there supervision? Yeah. Yes, Barry. Barry was supervising. I, 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 I don't see what's so newsworthy about this. I mean, <laughs> fathers go out whitewater rafting and they come back without their children all the time. <laughs> what doesn't happen all the time is a state park catches on fire and the whole town smells beef for miles and miles. And then well, the nursing homes are suddenly overrun by giant squirrels who are taking the elderly's pills and taking sexual liberties with the staff and the clientele of the nursing home. Oh, no, I had no idea about that part. I just knew that the squirrels were gigantic because of the gunk and uh, were angry because of Ranger Bonnie accidentally inhaling their children. You're you're telling me that they're having sexual contact with nursing home residents? Correct. Non-consensual sexual acts are being performed. Oh, no, oh, no. that's terrible. Alex, are you sure you're not jealous? <laughs> So, uh, Bonnie, you, you said Ranger Bonnie had something to do with this, perhaps? I mean, you know, I won't ask about it on camera or anything. I just, it helps me piece together what I can to inform maybe authorities or, uh, you know, anonymously, of course, without her, your name attached, Bonnie. It's quite possible Ranger Bonnie was behind this, yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I just ask as a concerned citizen. I, I don't mean to pass the judgment. Again, I won't ask about it once we start filming here. Oh, look, Barry's back from the band. Hey, Barry, good to see you. Hey, hey, Barry, uh, man, th thanks for being here. Yeah, that's uh, good on you, Barry. Yeah, Don't... Barry, you're looking, uh, looking a little damp there. Were you near a river earlier? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Barry, I can't help but notice that you have two McDonald's kids mint boxes, but... Not two kids. <laughs> <laughs> huh, Barry? Is that water from the river, or are you sweating bullets, you guilty bitch? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Barry <laughs> went back to the van, but I gotta say, well played, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mention the accident at all. <laughs> why, why, does he, why, why does he have two Happy Meal boxes? <laughs> I don't ask Barry questions, all right? But perhaps if I had, I might have been able to stop him from doing whatever he did whitewater rafting this morning with his two dumb kids. Maybe he's collecting the Fast and Furious nine uh, little toys that come with the boxes. And he yeah, wanted well, the I... diesel charger and he wanted the gladiator that's in the movie. And the Pontiac Fiero that gets strapped to a, a rocket. Okay, Ranger Alex, you're getting a little spoilery here. What hey, I want to talk about a little bit more is Ranger Bonnie's guilt. Yeah, so, so, Reese, 
so Reese, uh, you, you probably know, um, I don't know if you report on politics very often, but uh, Ranger Bonnie is running for president of the squirrels here at the park. Uh, not polling very well, but she does have 10 years until the votes are counted. So, uh, you know, uh, anything can happen. But basically, what she's been out on the campaign trail trying to kiss babies. And unfortunately, squirrel babies are extremely small, about the size of uh, popcorn chicken, for example. And she uh, somehow accidentally inhaled. Uh, how many would you say? How many uh, baby squirrels have been uh, inhaled into your lungs, uh, Ranger Bunny? Boy, mana. I'm on a heavy carb week. I'm kind of carbo loading for some uh, CrossFit that I'm going to do later. Uh So probably like 20 to uh, 150. Yeah, so 20 to 150, and that's just this week. And she's been campaigning for a few weeks now. So if you extrapolate that out, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say that she's sort of the, uh, she's become sort of a King Leopold figure uh, here at the park uh, as far as um, being perceived as a genocidal maniac of sorts. Um, but I don't know what that has to do with the giant squirrels, you know, running roughshod over the, uh, the nursing home. I think that's, you know, that's their problem. Yeah, probably nothing. Hey, say you folks about ready to get started with this interview. We got the chairs all set up. We got the lights, we got camera. We just Uh, need the action. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. A lighthearted interview, not brought up, bringing up any of the the craziness, right? We're just gonna be it's fluff, right? Just just go. Yeah, this is fluff. fluff. This is like this is like Frost Nixon. It's just fluff. Yeah, I would say that we're just gonna do some real lighthearted news to try to maybe drum up interest in the park. Oh wow, that's perfect. I mean, that's the that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast. Okay. And then. After- after that, we uh, can get back to, uh, I can do your uh, little podcast or whatever it is that, uh, Alex, you uh, you emailed the tip line with. Yeah, I did email tips at gunkholevillage1news.net and uh, say, hey, you know, we haven't gotten very much uh, media coverage at all. A big fan of Reese Roberts. Uh, the way that you, um, you know, really got to the bottom of what was going wrong with the ski lift. Uh, which is that it was going too fast. You figure that out and, uh, you know, big fan of your work and thought it'd be great to uh, do each other's shows, I guess. Oh, so you vetted uh, an investigative reporter. You you researched him and, and, and deemed him good. <laughs> good. <laughs> great. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I think I wanted him to investigate how good our park is and how great we are. And uh, yeah, you know, I think you, there's you can do positive investigations. Right, Reese? You've done a few of those. Oh, all the time. Hey, Barry. Yeah, let's get that light there. And then, yeah, let's get these mics. Barry, on Barry, you're doing a great. You're doing a great job, Barry, by the way. You you just at, at this at this particular task. At this, yeah. You're doing good. <laughs> I've heard that you've done not as good at certain other things, such as keeping your, I mean, like you've done, you've done other stuff, but, uh, you know, keep it up. Yeah, here we go. Let's get the, you guys got your mics on and just, you just don't want to talk to Rick. Test, test, check, check. You don't need to do that. Barry is good at making sure everything. I'm guilty, but won't admit it. I'm guilty, but won't admit it. All right. We did it. We did it. We did the crime. We did the crime. I feel warmed up. I feel good. Yeah, I feel good. I'm okay. pretty cold, but I feel great. 
Wait, I got I got another quick vocal warm up. I'm complicit in the death of the beef man. I'm <laughs> complicit in the death of the beef man. Okay, there we go. I'm good. Whenever ready. you're ready. Okay, are we we all good with the warm ups then? Yeah. Yes, yeah, we're yeah. done with our Robert Durst moments. Yeah. All right. Well, you well, all know I that. Have one more. I have one more. I have one more. When the lightning struck the beef man, I ate him. <laughs> when the lightning struck the beef man, I ate him. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm, I think, yeah, I'm good. Okay. All righty. Um, yeah, so Barry will just count us down from three, two, one, and then I'll uh, start right in. Like I said, it's going to be really light, casual. It's, let's and talk Barry, a little bit. Barry, if you can't bear to say the number two, considering what's happened today uh, and the number of sons you used to have, you can skip right over it. We'll be fine. We can count it down ourselves. That's very nice. That's very nice if you arrange your Alex, but Barry, please be a professional and please do your job. Okay. Well, well, he had, he had the whole morning off and now it's time for him to actually do the job. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, folks, let's get to the fun. All right, here we go. In three, Welcome back to Gun Call Action News, taking down the special interests one at a time to reconquer this country from all that wishes to divide it. I'm your host, Robert Reese, and I'm here with the Rangers at the Gun Call State Park. Last week, as you all know, there was a suspicious fire that reeks beef smells throughout the whole Gun Call town. I'm here to get to the bottom of this. I'm Robert Reese, and let's get started. Ranger <sighs> Alex, last week you said there was some lightning strike that perhaps might have hit the beef man. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate unless you're too much of a chicken? <laughs> uh, okay, wow. Uh, um, uh, you, you can cut this. I've just noticed, Reese, that uh, your presentation style has changed since your, your, your station was bought out by Sinclair. You, you have a new facial expression entirely. Yeah, I've never seen this facial expression for you. you have a triangular smile. <laughs> that Honestly, I like it. It's terrifying. It's businesslike. We should be roasting Ranger Alex because he roasted that beef man. Get him, Reese. Absolutely tear him to shreds. I'd like it if your intensity was up by two more notches. You we got all sorts of sunlight left. I'm not going anywhere until you all give me the straight answers. Yeah. I'll cut all this filibustering out and I'll get to the raw truth. So, Ranger Alex, lightning strike? Beef man? Care to explain? <gasps> explain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, have, you have most of the story so far. Yeah, lightning struck the beef man who is a cryptid. A little-known cryptid that was um, dating our previous guest, Coleman Rite Aid, and uh, yeah, you know, we weren't. I should say that Coleman has had a tendency. He he got an entire band of his struck with lightning. Uh, the original Chuck E. Cheese band, the one that the animatronic band is based on, uh, and uh, you know, he just seems to attract lightning wherever he goes. And in this case, attract happens- lightning. Ha ha ha! Likely, unlikely story from Uranger Alex. Because I went ahead and fact-checked the weather from last week and found out that there wasn't actually a whole lot of lightning and there wasn't actually a good way to track the lightning strikes from a week ago. It's possible, is it not, that he was actually burned by foul play? Bert? 
What? I mean, Alex. I guess it, it is possible, but uh, by your own admission, there weren't many lightning strikes, but that means that there were lightning strikes and, and one of them did strike the beef man. It's possible, and it's also implausible. <gasps> wow, he really got you. My God, this guy's good. I think he really got you, Ranger Bonnie, when he said foul play, knowing that you used to be a bird. Care oh, to explain? I already spoke to the beef man's family, and it's bad enough how much the beef men these days take it from all sides, criticism, with calls to say that we should abolish or defund the beef men. Yet the beef men are the total heroes of this country, the last heroes we have left. And yet somehow, last week, a beef man was snuffed out here at the Gunkhole State Park. Seems suspicious, and it seems totally anti-Gunkhole. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by the fact that your face looks exactly like that Aphex Twin picture. Do you know what I'm talking about? The really creepy face? Ranger Alex, do beef lives matter or not? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if legally they do. I mean, he's a he's not really a human. He's a cryptid. Uh, you know, cows are made of beef. Is it illegal to eat a cow? I, th- I feel like it's no different. It is... <laughs> It it is in this day and age. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I mean, honestly, Wait, I, Alex, I don't... do you or do you would not admit to causing the lightning to strike the beef man? Yeah, I Ranger, do, I like to answer that question. Answer. I, 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 I do not admit to causing lightning to strike. Uh, I will say that Ranger Chris did put some sort of rod that may have been a lightning rod inside of Beef Man shortly before he was fried. But uh, I don't know. implausibility, Ranger Alex. Did you or did you not, Ranger Alex, admit to consuming the Beef Man's cooked flesh? <gasps> yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Okay. We've all admitted it on Mike. I think we admitted it even last week before the episode was over that we would probably do that. <laughs> you admitted it the most. Tell him, Reese. So at the very least, if you did not cause the beef man's death, you did at least enjoy it. Sick freak. <laughs> Ranger People like Alan. you make me People sick. Like what does that mean? Public employees? <laughs> Scumbags. Gumbags. And cut. All right, that was really good. Uh, thanks, Ranger Alex. I think we're good on you. So if you want to take oh, your okay. mic off or you, you get what you needed, oh, or... that, that yeah. I think that's like the good. We're good. We get. We did it. When we're well, good. I think you probably you, you probably want to interview Ranger Bonnie and Ranger Chris, right? You want to get the whole the whole story, the whole fluffy kind of human interest story that you're you're kind of putting together here. Yeah, you know, it's just a you know a little puppy. So Ranger Alex, uh, we appreciate your time, and that was good. And uh, yeah, thanks. yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel good about. It. I think yeah, I, you I should. Think I'll come across really well. Yeah, we're definitely going to edit it, and you know, it, uh, we always yeah. we always you know puff things up a little bit, but uh, yeah, I know editing. I, I edit out all of Bonnie, Ranger Bonnie and Ranger Chris's jokes uh, every every episode, so I, I know what editing's like. I know how oh. to improve. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I understand. Well, this is just, it's such just swell time. I'm so happy to be here. You guys are great folks, and this park yeah. is uh, something yeah. special. All right, let's get back into it. Barry, count us off. And we're back, Ranger Bonnie. You claim to be running for public service. Want to tell the audience back home what office you think you're running for? 
I will be the squirrel president, Reese, and nothing you can say will entrap me into not being it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get Ranger Bonnie to admit that she's not going to win. That's we already right. talked to you, Ranger Alex. All right. <laughs> We're not going to let you change your story. Ranger Bonnie, listen here. It seems to me that you're not a squirrel at all. How could you be the squirrel president? Care to explain? I would love to. I would absolutely adore it. Listen, the squirrels for the past however long squirrels have been doing stuff have been struggling. They're getting hit by cars. They're getting chased by dogs. They're having their babies inhaled by humans like they're popcorn chicken. That's right. It's disgusting, despicable, absolutely. Absolutely. So you now condone those who would snuff out the children of the squirrels. I just said not condone. I would condemn them. I just said it was terrible and disgusting. So I don't know how that con- that translates to me to condoning it. But how could you condemn them if you actually condone it and also take part? Ooh. Prove that I take part. Nobody can. Let's go ahead and roll the footage from earlier of when you said you inhaled about 95 of them like they were popcorn chicken. Anything can be edited these days, Reese, and my voice uh, is clearly being used against me in the power of technology. This is all lies, folks. It's all lies. Squirrels need a new leader. They need an anti-dog car leader, and that's me. What if I told you we had footage of you inhaling the squirrel children? Uh, Wait, like at the barbecue? (laughs) I'm not saying we do, but what if I told you we do? I wouldn't believe you. Well, you should, because people believe me all the time. What if I told you I have footage of Barry murdering his own children with a river? That's impossible because Barry's children are right here. <gasps> what? Whoa. Are they, are the, I'm, they're behind. You're pointing behind me. Are there children there? Ranger Alex, look over my shoulder. Back on track. What do you say? So you admit that you are a human running to be president of the squirrels. So you're obviously looking out for the squirrels. So you're no longer looking out for the humans. And most of the people watching this will be people, not squirrels, including those folks at the gunk hole nursing home who have been besieged, belabored, and beseeched for sexual favors by the giant squirrels that have roamed through their halls the past week. And they say that they're doing so in order to drum up support against you to make sure you don't become the squirrel president. Yeah, that seems about right. That does seem like something they would do. Do you guys know the picture I'm talking about? The Aphex Twin? I think it's an album cover. It looks just like that. Every squirrel that fondles an elderly person who can't take care of themselves anymore has said that they won't stop until you, Ranger Bonnie, drop out of the race as squirrel president because your presence in that campaign is an abomination. So every day that you stay in that so-called election that happens every decade, you are causing the degradation and the loss of virtue and innocence, the deflowering of 
multiple <laughs> old I'm, people. I'm sorry, Reese. Are you suggesting that these squirrels are taking these elderly people's virginities? <laughs> I'm not suggesting it. I've got proof. They've got a tally that they keep going of all the V cards that they're scoring at the nursing home. <laughs> these giant angry squirrels are, are collecting V cards from elderly people? They're not collecting them. They're taking them. Oh, no. Wow. Right. Well, Ranger Bonnie, this sounds like quite the uh, moral conundrum. That It's sort of a trolley problem where you have to, if you don't. Yeah, not really. It, it's not, not a problem really. for Ranger Bonnie because it's not like she has a grandmother at that nursing home or anything. Is this? No, my grandmother lives in an oak tree. <laughs> yeah. Or so yeah. she did. Uh, we here at honest, the Gunk Hole Action News recently relocated your grandmother to the Gunk Hole Nursing Home. Any moment now, she stands to be deflowered and degraded by these giant squirrels on the prowl for a little something-something trying to score and get it on, mess around, and fool up some old folks' bodies. So now it seems your presence in the race is putting your own grandmama at risk, Ranger Bonnie. Well, let me tell you this. If I know anything about my nana, my nanu, my nana, my gramsy, my groomy, my grandgram, my oma, it's that she's a sex addict. You've never <laughs> met a hornier old woman. If anything, I'm doing a favor, doing a favor to her by keeping her in that nursing home. The only thing she'd be mad about is if those squirrels didn't get their little paws up her skirt fast enough. There's two <laughs> things that old Mama Bonnie Ranger, whatever my last name is in this show, I don't remember loves. Never established one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so and we're not going to do that now, that's for sure. I don't have time. <laughs> Number one, mashed potatoes. Number two, getting felt up. Wow. Well, she'll be getting felt up by a lot of felt pelts. That was pretty know. good. Listen, there's something you should know about the old people in this town, Reese, and it's that they're horny, disgusting freaks. You think I don't know that? I have sex with them all the time. Oh, Damn. my God. Wait, yeah, what? Wait, hold on. <laughs> it looks like there's something peeking out of your briefcase there. Is that a squirrel costume, Reese? What? <laughs> it uh, looks like there's a looks like there's a squirrel co that briefcase that you brought in brought in here with you. It looks like there's a squirrel costume in there. All right, let's, all right, let's, okay, cool. Let's cut there. That was good. Thanks, okay, guys. Okay. Yeah, Bonnie, you were great. Whew. Yeah, really fun, really lighthearted. Yeah, you really are meant to be a politician. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's... It's called deflection and distraction, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just to clarify something, uh, Barry's sons, uh, Barry's two boys, um, six and four, uh, they're they actually aren't uh, back. Um, I'm pretty sure they, pretty sure they actually were. They pretty actually had they drowned. Um, 
pretty slowly. Yeah. But anyway, I just for effect, I just wanted to see how you'd react if I threw that out there. And uh, well, is well, it like that moment in the gray where Joe Egerton gets his foot caught in the water in the river, but he's an inch away from the surface of the river, and Liam Neeson keeps trying to like mouth him air, but he can't do it, and so he just drowns really slowly an inch away from salvation. Is that what you mean by these children dying slowly? Yeah, is that how that happened? Um, yeah, Barry. Barry, what actually happened? If you, oh, all right, well, Barry went Did back to the, get the grade. Well, okay, um, I could probably just record this third uh, final segment here with uh, Ranger Chris uh, on uh, on our uh, on a, on our own. I don't really need Barry's help here. If that works for you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, <clears throat> sure. I, I hope Barry's okay. Oh, Barry's fine. He's a professional. Uh, don't worry about Barry. Um, he's but this really, is uh, gently crying a lot and eating quite a few bagels. He's had four already. Oh, that's well, yeah, yeah. He's got to watch his figure. Son. Hey, um, this is great, folks. I'm. I don't get outdoors enough. I, I gotta. I gotta come here sometime. Maybe bring uh bring my whole family. Hear that, Barry? I'm gonna bring my whole family to the Gunkhole State Park. I think pretty soon. Uh, yeah, this is great. This is great. You guys are such kind folks, sweethearts, and. Yeah, oh, well, golly. It's just so grateful. to Shining a light on our, our little old park here. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, we just got one more little light to shine here, and that's with uh, Ranger Chris. Ranger Chris is probably going to go similar to the other interviews. So, uh, sound okay to you? Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right. I'll count us off. Uh, three, two kids that Barry lost, one, and go. I'm Reese Roberts, and I'm back here with the Gunkhole Action News with one more ranger at the Gunkhole State Park, Ranger Chris. But Ranger Chris is not just a ranger. In fact, in today's good thing, Ranger Chris is also part of a pretty exciting new religion here in Gunkhole. That about punctuation. Is that not right, Ranger Chris? Uh, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Reese, I was... I kind of amped myself up for this a little bit and uh whew, wow this is thank you for the kind things yes that that is uh correct and uh we are willing to entertain anyone that wants to come and just sit down and have a talk and you guys would just kind of talk about uh punctuation and how it uh, gives you power or gives you peace yeah, basically, uh, we're all working for the same thing. You know, right, Reese? We're, we're working towards the ultimate abbreviation. And I think my cult offers a, I think my religion offers a, uh, a path to, to that abbreviation. So I'm basically offering eternal rest. <laughs> wow, that was confusing and beautiful. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Ranger Bonnie? There's no one more confused than me. So. And there's no one more beautiful. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wow. Wow. This is quite the fluff. (laughs) What a cute segment we've had so far this entire time, except for Ranger Alex being a weird, disgusting murderer. Yeah, I think Ranger Alex really showed his true colors, but. Reese, you, I think you've done a great job of really, really showing my best side. Well, uh, I think we all have learned something here today. 
And for Gunkle Action News, I'm signing off. I'm Reese Roberts, and as always, stay vigilant as we reconquer America. Wow. Yeah. Great job. Yeah, that was good. You really, I think I'm excited to watch this piece and have my eyes open about how much a piece of shit Alex is, Ranger Alex is. Truly (laughs) and honestly. You really got him, Reese. You held him over the flame and he squealed like a little piggy. Almost like the beef man. The way the beef man squealed will haunt my dreams for sure. I mean, it didn't make him taste any less delicious, but uh, you know, it was it was it was upsetting for sure. Yeah, but you know, sometimes being upset is uh, you know, like honestly, like the best motivator. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, um, oh yeah. You know, why, why don't I? Why don't I just show you? Hey, hey, Brandon. Hey, Paul. Why don't you kids come out here? Uh, yeah, come on out. Oh, look at him. Look hey, at Barry. Him. Uh, he's smiling. He's smiling. He's in on it. I thought they, I thought they were dead. Reese, no. I thought they were dead. I, I know you did, Barry. I, I told you that they were, and I don't regret it. I needed your best game today, and boy, you brought it. Reese, Good work, wait. Barry. Did I even go whitewater rafting this morning or did you hypnotize me again? Did you well, hypnotize both, I, me and dump a bucket of water on me? I hypnotized you and put you in a whitewater raft with two big sacks of potatoes and it, it worked. It worked. You did a great job producing. I got to say. I I grieved for my sons. I grieved. Oh, but look at your sons. They're smiling. They're in on it. They're so happy. Oh, oh, oh get away from the get away from the river, kids. Kids, oh, kids, whoa, kids, kids, whoa. kids. Wait, 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 wait. Um, what? No, no, no. Uh, rangers, can any of you rangers help? Uh, uh, do any of you guys know how to how to lifeguard? Yes, I do. No. But I am going to stay here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I also have to do that, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I got, this equipment's really expensive, so I can't really leave it alone. Oh, no, the current's so strong. No way. Someone has to go save my kids from the, the raging river right outside the gift shop. Now, Barry, that is you putting a you problem on an us. And like, yeah, really, Barry, take some responsibility for your own kids here. I can't lose my sons twice in one day. Oh, my God. Wow. He's, he just went and dove into that river, which is just it's not safe. Oh, and your kids. Oh, look at the kids. They never even went in. Ah, it was a double prank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're climbing up. They're smiling. They're smiling. Look at the way Barry's waving. You can tell that he he thinks it's hilarious, too. Yeah, he's waving so frantically. Oh, Brandon (laughs) Paul, that was a really great bit. You got me good, too. You got me good. Hey, um, well, your looks like your dad's gonna be in the river for a while. What do you guys say? We all, um, we all, you know, go to McDonald's. Yeah, let's go to the Happy Meal store. Yay! Yeah, yeah Fast and Furious Nine. That's I want right. to find Hero. These are some cool kids. Oh yeah, these kids. These kids are the are the balls. These kids, <laughs> dare I say, these kids fuck. yeah we fuck yeah these kids fuck
Nice. it's back. I know I said I'd be on your podcast, but it looks like uh, I got to take these fucking kids to the Happy Meal store. Hey, if you just uh, post your video, we will just take the audio from that and use it as our podcast. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that would work perfectly. Okay, yeah, I could do something like that. Um, I actually have been recording this whole time. Uh, I never record without any permission. So, yeah. Great. Cool. Perfect. That actually makes me feel great about the evidence you have because you said specifically multiple times you weren't recording. So anything that you might have that's incriminating is, there you go, illegal. <laughs> but you should keep all that stuff about Alex being a real POS because that's pretty true. And that was caught on when we knew we were being recorded, so. Perfect. <sighs> oh, Barry. Oh, Barry, just in time to pack up all these lights and chairs and uh, mics. Are... I almost drowned. No one came out. No one came out and helped me. Barry, that was a you problem. And guess what? You found a you solution. Don't you feel better about that? No. Barry, you're not respecting our boundaries very well right now. Yeah, come yeah. on, Barry. Barry, just keep it together. Let's let's keep it professional here, okay, bud? Okay, I guess i just... Barry, shut up and do your job. Okay, I'll just do Barry, it. I'll do it. Wow, what a sad sack. Yeah. Kind of bringing down the energy here at the end of uh, end of your segment here, Reese. I'm sorry hey, about that. Look, I gotta I gotta work with him. So you guys, you never have to see him again, but I got to spend all sorts of time with that. Yeah. I mean, now that I know that the kids aren't actually dead, it's like, what a pussy, right? <laughs> it's like, do your job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'll think of something. Keep them motivated tomorrow. Well, this place was great. Um, Wait, you know, so do you uh, do something like that every single day to, just to keep him motivated? <laughs> well, I don't hypnotize him. and It sounded like or, you've done it before. <laughs> I have mo- I have hypnotized him a few times, but I I don't do that every day, and I don't tell him okay, his kids yeah. are dead every day, and just all sorts of stuff, you know. Anyway, um, well, hey, I want to. It's getting dark, and you know, I want to. I got to stop off someplace before um, it's uh, quiet yeah, hours. You're, you're kind of you're kind of uh, fingering that squirrel costume there. <laughs> And not not in not in not in a sexual way, but <laughs> yeah, I got a place to be. Some... <laughs> oh God! Elbows Uncle Reese, take us to the funny place. <laughs> oh yeah, you <laughs> you do think that's a funny place, you kids? <laughs> you like to laugh at what happens? Uh... You want to watch the big squirrel hug the grandmas <laughs> <laughs> and the grandpas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Barry. Yeah. Don't forget, Barry, you've got a costume too. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. We better get there before it gets dark. <laughs> yeah, they're all gonna be asleep. They're already eating dinner right now, so you better hurry up. Oh, they ate dinner six hours ago. Right now I have to worry about them suffering from sundowners, cognitive decline as the sun recedes, because then it's less fun. They retain less of the experience and it's <laughs> doesn't cause the same effect. Okay. okay. <laughs> Some real, uh, really well thought out. Yeah. That you're, you're creating for these people. 
You know, in, uh. in Greece, this is not a compliment I throw out lightly, but I think you are hands down the most evil person that we have had on our podcast. And, and we've had cannibals, murderers, someone mm. ate a child, multiple people have eaten children. Yeah. Well, I, well, you know, everything I do is out of love for this great country. Of hey, you've got real Nightcrawler vibes going on, and I'm digging it. Oh, from the X Men. <laughs> yep, that yeah. time that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, painted his body blue and teleported uh, to murder crime scenes. Such a good oh, how yeah. that for a bridge. <laughs> you guys, all right. That? Well, it sounds it sounds like there's a police coming. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah, you're right, Ranger Chris. That's exactly what it sounds like. Hey, I, uh, I have, well, it looks like Barry got the van packed. And so, hey, yeah. uh, let's uh, get out of here. Uh, Brandon, yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that fun changing the license plates trick I showed you? And uh, here we go. Just like at the Indianapolis 500, right, Uncle Reese? <laughs> Just like it. And now we're off. To do our own race and chase those. The funny place. Yay. We criminals like Vin Diesel went fast nine. All right. Well, we're going to go live our lives a quarter mile at a time. But um, thanks uh, again for having me on the Junko yeah. Park. And oh, golly, you guys are just sure some swell folks. Yeah. Thanks so much, Reese. And, and go, go enjoy your time with um, family, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> An old-fashioned good time. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Thanks so much, Reese Robert, of Gun Cole One New Action Investigation News. And now we'll be right back with Gun Cole. Stay my back. pleasure. Oh, this guy's a villain. He's just an actual <laughs> villain. He's terrible. All right, we'll be right back. I like him. And welcome back to Gun Cold State Park Podcast. Uh, wow. Uh, Reese is certainly uh, one of the most unique guests that we've had on, on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I've uh, been a big fan of his TV work. And um, sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes, you know? What are you talking about? I was afraid of him. And then I left with nothing but the best impression of the man. I think we really vibed on a lot of different levels that I haven't vibed with somebody before. Yeah, yeah. I could tell that you guys were kind of bonding over um, evil, I guess, is basically the only way to put yeah. it. That's a word for it. It's the word that you used to compliment <laughs> with. <laughs> Man, I don't remember that long ago. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did take um, a very long break. Um, we had to go out in the parking lot and kind of um, console Barry because uh, on the way out, uh, Reese had his kids fake their deaths again. <laughs> and I don't know. How this one was unique. There was a truck with a silo of water attached to it that they staged to crash and spill all the water and then a raft would pick up the children and they would 
they drowned. It was a, a quite the theatrics, but uh, turns out they got him again. Yeah, I I felt really bad for Barry, but then you know the the kids kind of told us that they do this specifically the whitewater rafting thing just about every day. So it's like at a certain point, come on, Barry, get it together. He's just uh, needs to stop letting himself be hypnotized so easily. I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. what he's really hypnotized by is Reese Roberts' personality. Aren't we all? <laughs> Are I mean, we? I'm all? still gonna watch his stuff. He's he he's still a, an electric on camera presence and a an excellent reporter. But uh, you know, at certain points, you know, felt uh felt a little bit attacked. I guess, um, mm. especially in well. Life. Ranger Alex, I think the real thing that we notice is that you just you you might be a piece of shit. And uh, I think it's OK and fair and fair for Reese Roberts to make his opinions known and public through media airwaves. Uh, and I think that's the opinion he landed on. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I feel like. You know, we're all complicit in some of the things that have happened in the park. But if we're talking about this specific instance, Ranger Chris, you put a lightning rod in the beef man. Ranger Bonnie, you inhaled these uh, squirrel babies. And I simply ate it. cooked some beef that happened to be cooked in front of me. I mean, I, I feel like not not Ranger. to compare, but. Ranger Alex, I think the bottom rung is covered in the most shit. Ooh. Now, you, you're referring to uh, the toilet in your house that has a ladder stuck in it, correct? Yes. <laughs> How did that ladder get in there again? Oh, man. Uh, I have had some boofing adventures. And okay. not oh, all of them. There, there are such a thing as the unboofable. And I've learned that. Oh, wow. So what did you try to boof? <laughs> Ranger Alex, I think you can put two and two together if there's a fucking ladder stuck in the toilet. Come on. Maybe this is why we Reese was getting the piece of shit vibe. Were you uh, trying to boof the entire ladder? I, I guess I don't understand. Ranger Alex, you don't understand uh, any kind of sexuality because you are sexuality. missionary prune. <laughs> I thought it was drugs. <laughs> I personally... Chris, support you boofing a ladder. <laughs> I hope that you and that ladder have a great time. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess if you're boofing a ladder in a loving relationship, there's nothing wrong with that. Two, two consenting adults, or I guess one consenting adult on a ladder. Uh, you know, what you do in the privacy of your own bathroom, <laughs> in, in the privacy of your own toilet, that's, you know, that's none of my business. Thank you for that ringing endorsement of sexual deviant. Wait, was it... <laughs> now you're making the face. You're making the Apex Twin face. Wait, Ranger Chris, are you becoming? Are you trying to pivot to become an investigative reporter yourself? Ranger Alex, are you asking questions because you don't know? You don't want to ask the questions that you need to ask the most. The ones about yourself. <gasps> <laughs> oh jeez! Wow, he's already really good at this. Yeah, the I mean, I feel like most of investigative reporting is making the Apex Twin face. Ranger Bonnie, <laughs> you've been really sweet to me this episode. 
Yeah, Thank you. He <laughs> You're welcome. Should we unpack that? Like, is there something here? Well, I think that uh, Ranger Bonnie and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> kindred spirits. <laughs> That's how I feel, too. Wow. You know, listen, are we planning a coup that somehow involves me winning a presidency using a cult slash triangle scheme? Maybe. But no, Maybe. we're not. Are we a it's coup? A yeah, maybe, but no, we're not in cahoots. Okay? You're not in cahoots. No. You just described exactly how you might be in cahoots. It's more of an OJ Simpson if I did it thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If. <laughs> Are we maybe using each other for political gain and the uh, snatching of power away from innocence? Maybe. But no, we're not. <laughs> okay. Maybe, but definitely not. But absolutely, perhaps, no. It's a hundred percent genuine kindred friendship with no ulterior motives that serve either of us in any sort of gain. Mm-mm. We do not happen to find ourselves in positions that would greatly help each other get more power and or leverage. And even if we did, would we plan? Would we be cohorts? Probably, but no. <laughs> We're not. Does that answer your question? Um, Alex? I'm not even sure what my question was. So, Me you know, neither. So there you go. I'm not even sure if I asked the question. Honestly, deflect I think. Deflect and distract, Ranger Bonnie. You are a pro. You're Thank deflecting you. and distracting from a question that may not have been asked. I, I mean, I can <laughs> go back and listen, but I think yes. you were just launching into the whole. <laughs> Just in case a question's asked later, you can just play this back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Then you'll know. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, uh, we're, we're coming up on, it's almost election. I think next week is, a, is election day, right, Ranger Bonnie? Yes, it is. The blood moon. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, in game. Plan- planning any last minute kind of uh, events in any of the, the swing the swing trees? <laughs> the Aspens? Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, do I remember why I started running for squirrel president? No. No, I don't either. Do I know why it would be important for me to win? Not a clue. Do I remember anything that I said about this whole thing in any other episodes? You bet I don't. But am I desperate to win, and will I fight tooth, claw, and nail to beat out whoever is running against me and spill their blood upon the ground? Absolutely. Are are you at all concerned that um, the kind of the leading candidate right now, um, who I believe goes by, uh, was recently endorsed by one of the most famous squirrels of all time, Rocky of Rocky and Bullwinkle? I thought Rocky was the moose. No, that's Bullwinkle. No, I knew that. <laughs> Listen. I was trying to deflect, distract thing. It was really good. You almost had it. 
You um, almost had me distracted. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted. Half a second before I made the very basic correction. <laughs> I mean, I'm going for a group of voters that are like young and hip. So I don't think that really matters because nobody knows who that is and no one's watched that cartoon in years. Uh, okay, well, somebody probably watched the live action CG animated hybrid movie from uh, 2005. I think Keenan Thompson's in it. Probably got some kids watching that. Some of the some of the little squirrels, you know. Is that the one with Robert De Niro and like, yeah. Who's the actress? I'm pretty sure no one watched that movie at all. I did. <laughs> you did not. I did. I was Robert De Niro in a weird, wacky costume, but they didn't give him any of the. It was awful. I got really disappointed. It kind of shaped who I am today. They, they didn't give him any what? Time. Cut out. Oh, I cut out speaking. That wasn't, you know. Oh, I thought that was a. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was a, uh, you know, I'm focused on punctuation. Uh, I don't necessarily okay. know what happens in between. Oh, that was quite the ellipses. That was such a powerful ellipses. I thought that uh, <laughs> there's a glitch in the matrix. You are are you concerned that you're gaining too much power too quickly, Ranger Chris? I mean, I know the answer is of course no, because you have no yeah. sense of decorum or responsibility whatsoever. But are you feeling it coursing through your veins? Like it seems crazy. Ranger Alex, there's no such thing as I'm fine. Wait, is this another ellipsis? <laughs> no, that's a hard stop. It's a period. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Uh, usually we talk about what we're going to do next week, but we're we're pretty much out of time, and uh, uh, I'm tired. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is about a good, good, good as time as any to uh, discontinue doing um, this episode. What do you and think? this episode is discontinued. And you can't get it anywhere anymore. It's, it's just hazardous to your health. <laughs> but that's going to make this episode more rare and more valuable, I think. And I think people are really going to... Uh... Maybe we should release this episode as an NFT. What do you guys think? I don't know what that mm. means. Well, if we can sell it for $168 million. Yeah, and, I think uh, we should release this as a listen at your own risk episode. <laughs> I think that's probably uh, that's probably a good disclaimer that we should put on just about every episode. I think. Mm. Yeah, probably. You know, maybe life in general. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Life in general. Listen at your own risk. <laughs> and with that, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just sort of silently nodding at each other and our, our three little <laughs> noggins looking like the three dots in an ellipsis isn't that beautiful mm-hmm. just in the fucking episode okay all right. <laughs> <laughs> for all i'm ranger alex i'm ranger bonnie and i'm ranger yes wow bye <laughs>